Hello, welcome to Business by the Spirit podcast. This is the concluding part of the series which I started last week titled Understanding How to Produce Results in Your Business Using the Power of Your Mind. My name is Chika Ibuzo. Last week, I spent some time to explain how our environment affects our perception, either in a negative or positive way. I also highlighted that the information you expose yourself to and the quality of associations in your life will certainly determine your outlook to life. We also learned that God's word is a powerful tool that can be used to reshape and repair any negative, unfruitful or unproductive thought pattern in your life. So today, I will be showing you how to apply the power of your mind, tame your environment and grow your business. I want to start with the scripture which I read last week, Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. It says, The book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, for thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. I remember I highlighted some words from this scripture. The first word, it says meditate day and night. Number two, it also says observe to do. Then the third one, it says observe to do what is written. The Bible is clear. Focus on what is written, what is recorded in the scriptures. So, to explain this, to meditate from the Hebrew rendering also means imagine. I said last week that that means the Bible is telling you to use your imagination when it says meditate on this. The word observe also means to watch. It says observe to do what is written what is recorded in the scriptures. It didn't say observe the environment. It didn't say observe the economy. It didn't say observe social media. It says observe to do according to what is written, what is recorded. Then it says your way will become prosperous. From this scripture and from what I have just explained, it is clear that there is a picture dimension of the word of God that most people have often neglected. Let me paraphrase Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This is me paraphrasing Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Make sure you confess the word of God as you do. Always use your imagination to record how the word of God will play out in your life and watch it day and night. I'll take my own version of Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 again. Make sure you confess the word of God. As you do, always use your imagination to record how the word will play out in your life and watch it day and night. I said last week that you will miss the experiential side and the tangibility of the word of God if you do not engage your imagination while studying. With the word of God, you can condition your mind to paint a picture of your desired future and watch your life go the way you planned it to go. If you read Genesis chapter 15, you will see how God introduced Abraham to the picture dimension of his world. 
Let us see Genesis chapter 15 from verse 3 to 6. And Abraham said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is mine heir. Abraham was speaking to God about his childlessness. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir, but he that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. And he brought him forth abroad, watch this, and said, Look now toward heaven, and tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. God had to bring Abraham out and made him look at the stars for him to be able to understand what he was telling him about being the father of many nations. He said to him, look at the stars, as many as they are, this is me paraphrasing, that is how your seed will be. Even God applied this same principle in Genesis chapter 1 verse 2. Let us read from the message translation. Genesis chapter 1 verse 2 from the message translation. It says, Earth was a soup of nothingness, a bottomless emptiness, and an inky blackness. God's spirit brooded like a bird above the watery abyss. Verse 3, Then God spoke, light and light appeared. To brood means to think deeply about something and the scripture says that God's spirit brooded on the face of the earth. Ephesians 3.20 lets us know that God is able to do abundantly above what we ask or think. In other words, your thought is also a prayer point. If this is true, why not construct a proper prayer point using your imagination? What does it then mean to imagine? To imagine means to create a mental picture of a desired future or of something. Also, imagination, according to one of my mentors, simply means putting image into action. It refers to imagination as image in action. The movies you watch are somebody else's images which have been activated and put into action. What you constantly imagine, you will produce. You can superimpose the reality of God's word on any unfavorable circumstance around you and make it bow to you using your imagination. Let us see how Jacob used the power of imagination to grow his business. Please do not forget the rule I shared with you last week. I said, do not consider whatever is happening around you or in your business as you engage on this journey of activating the power of your imagination. What I am about to share with you today should be practiced alongside proven business principles. You have to work hard. This is not an excuse for laziness. So let's get back to Jacob. Genesis 30 shows us how Jacob went from being a servant who was cheated by his master several times to being a rich businessman. Jacob wanted to leave Laban, his uncle, after serving him for many years. So here's what happened. Genesis chapter 30 from verse 31 to the end. I'll be reading from the message translation. 
So what should I pay you? This is Laban asking. Then Jacob answered, Go through your entire flock today and take out every speckled or spotted sheep, every dark-colored lamb, every spotted or speckled goat. They will be my wages. This is Jacob telling Laban what he wants. Jacob continued saying, That way you can check on my honesty when you access my wages. If you find any goat that's not speckled or spotted, or a sheep that's not black, you will know that I stole it. 34. Fair enough, said Laban. It's a deal. 35. But that very day, Laban removed all the mottled and spotted billy goats and all the speckled and spotted nanny goats every animal that had even a touch of white on it plus all the black sheep and placed them under the care of his sons then he put a three-day journey between himself and jacob meanwhile jacob went on tending what was left of laban's flock Jacob did not complain, 37, but Jacob cut fresh, fresh branches from poplar, almond, and plane trees and peeled the back, leaving white stripes on them, 38, please listen carefully, he stuck the peeled branches in front of the watering troughs, when the flocks were in heat, they came to drink, 39, and mated in front of the streak branches. Then they gave birth to young that were strict or spotted or speckled. Here's what the Bible is explaining. So after Laban took the spotted livestock, Jacob took some branches and carved stuff that looked like they were spotted and marked. And he put it where the livestock always come to meet so that as they meet as they meet each other their eyes are focused on that speckled object that spotted object before them they ended up giving birth to spotted offspring i said earlier that what you constantly focus on with your mind you will produce here is a real life example of how jacob applied it even on livestock and it worked 41 and when the sturdier animals were mating, Jacob placed the branches at the troughs in view of the animals so that they mated in front of the branches. Here's another thing he did. <laughs> but he wouldn't set up the branches before the feeble animals. That way, the feeble animals went to labor and the sturdy ones, strong ones, became Jacob's livestock. The man got richer and richer, acquiring huge flocks, lots and lots of servants, not to mention camels and donkeys. When I read this scripture, I asked the Lord one question. I said, Lord, how did he get this strategy that brought him so much wealth? And I saw the answer in Genesis chapter 31, verse 10 to 12. Genesis chapter 31 from verse 10 to 12 from the message translation now this is jacob telling his wife how he got the idea once while the flock were meeting i had a dream and saw the billy goats all of them streaked speckled and mottled mounting their mates in the dream an angel of the lord called out to me jacob i said yes he said watch closely Notice that all the goats in the flock that are mated are streaked, speckled, and mottled. I read this verse to explain that 
for you to get the results you desire, you have to meditate on the word of God. That is what God has shown you about your situation and your desire in his word, like he showed Jacob. So Jacob got the idea from God and implemented it in chapter 13. Let me show you the principle of imagination which Jacob applied to multiply his livestock. We will take a look at Genesis chapter 30 again, but this time from 37 to 39. I'm also reading from the message translation. Verse 37 says, But Jacob got fresh branches from poplar, almond, and plane trees and peeled the bark, leaving white stripes on them. He stuck the peeled branches in front of the water troughs where the flocks came to drink. When the flocks were in heat, they came to drink and mated in front of the strict branches. Then they gave birth to young that were strict and spotted and speckled. He made them focus on spotted objects while they mated. And they gave birth to spotted children. So that's how Jacob applied the principle of imagination. So here's what you do. You first get a word from God concerning your business in the place of prayer and worship. For example, you want to expand your business beyond the shores of your country. What you first should do is to take that desire to God in worship and prayer. And God will respond with his word. For example, he responds with the scripture from Psalms 18 verse 43 and 44. Let's take a look at Psalms 18 verse 43 and 44. It says, Thou hast delivered me from the strivings of the people, and thou hast made me the head of the heathen. A people whom I have not known shall serve me. 44. As soon as they hear of me, they shall obey me. The strangers shall submit themselves unto me. So here is what you should do. Firstly, take the word to God in thanksgiving and worship. Thank him for showing you his word. The next thing you should do is to make out time to give flesh to the word. John chapter 1 verse 14 says, And the word was made flesh, and it dwelled among us, and we beheld his glory. Imagination brings reality of your desires as expressed in the word of God to you. So you have gotten the word and thanked him for the word. The next thing you should do is to now place the word of God before your eyes, like Jacob placed the spotted objects before the sheep and the rams. How do you do that? Please pay close attention because this part is going to be very practical. So using an example scripture, Psalms 18, verse 43 and 44, the message translation says, You rescued me from a squabbling people. You made me a leader of nations. People I'd, I'd never heard of saved me. The moment they got wind of me, they listened. So, after reading this scripture, what you need to do is to ask yourself, how will this scripture I've just read apply in my life? Second question, what will it look like in my life or situation if this scripture, this Psalms 18, 43 and 44 comes to pass, comes alive? Get the picture of how it will look like when the world comes to flesh. What does it mean to be a leader of nations? What does it mean that people you've not heard of will come running to you. What does it mean that when they hear of you, they will submit? It could mean that when they hear of your product, they want to patronize you. It could mean that as you expand to other countries, your brand will be the leading brand. Just sit down and ask yourself these questions 
How will this scripture I have read apply in my life? What will this scripture, what will it look like if this scripture comes to pass? What, what will my business look like? What will my brand look like? As you get the picture of what the scripture will look like when it materializes, you will notice that there's, there's a feeling of joy and happiness inside you when you see your brand expanding in Europe, doing well, being the most preferred. There's this joy and happiness that will well up in you. Enjoy it. Take it to God as you feel that feeling of joy and happiness while picturing how the word Psalms 18, 43 and 44 will come to pass. Begin to thank Jesus for the fulfillment of that scripture in your life. The mind has to be steady. Make your environment peaceful. Every day or at your convenient time, you need to open that scripture and read it aloud to yourself. As you read it aloud to yourself, you now begin to personalize it, direct it to yourself. Make sure you see the picture of how it will materialize as you read the scripture. I want to say something. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 says that you should meditate upon the word of God day and night. Now here's what the Spirit of God told me. And it doesn't only mean time day and night in the morning and evening. It also means that you should meditate on the word of God when things are working and when things are not working, when things are rosy and when things are difficult. Don't just meditate on the word of God when things are difficult alone. So back to what we're saying, you have to make sure that the picture of how that scripture will materialize is in your mind. Everything you see, everything you experience is stored in your mind. You begin to picture how the scripture will come to pass, what it means for you to be the leader of nations, what it means for people who, do, who you do not know to come to you as soon as they end of you. You begin to picture those things. As you picture the scripture coming to pass in your life, the next thing you need to do is to declare and describe the picture in a manner you understand. You have to repeat it over and over again. I tried this and it worked for me. There was a particular time I was in debt and I was given an ultimatum to pay in some days. I had to pray to God concerning the matter and God gave me a scripture in Psalms 3 verse 3. What struck me there was that you're my glory and the lifter of my head. So I took that scripture, began to thank God for, for giving me his word. I began to ask myself, what does it mean for God to lift my head? That means I will not be put to shame in this matter. I began to picture myself giving them the money. I began to picture myself being thanked for paying on time. I kept reading that scripture to myself. I read that scripture to myself. I sat quietly, took that scripture. I began to repeat it at least a hundred times every day. As I was reading it, I was speaking in tongues, I was imagining myself come out of that issue without shame, without being embarrassed. And before the time that I was given, I got the money I required to pay that debt. It always works. Wow, my time is up. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for everyone that has spent time to listen to this podcast today. I ask that you strengthen them, open their eyes to see the pictures, mantle their spirits, to hear from you, the capacity to handle your vision for their lives. Give them understanding and skill. Help them open doors for them. Show them what to do to move their businesses forward. Show them how to do it. Connect them to the right people. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.
and perhaps you've not given your life to Christ, I'd like you to say this prayer after me. Just say, Father, I thank you for this wonderful opportunity to come before your throne of grace. I ask for mercy. I believe in my heart that Christ died for me and resurrected for my sake. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord of my life. Holy Spirit, come dwell in me. I forsake sin today and I declare in the name of Jesus that I will live to promote the kingdom of God. Congratulations. If you've just said this prayer, please send me a message. I want to get to know you. You can reach me on Facebook. You can reach me on Twitter. You can reach me on Instagram with the handle at Chica Ebuzo. At Chica Ebuzo across all social media platforms. I'll leave you with this saying. Love is a requirement for every business that wants to succeed. Love your customers enough to want to always look out for their well-being and seek out for better ways to serve them. Let love lead you every day as you engage in the business world. Thank you for your time once again. Until I come your way same time next week, my name is Chika Ibuzo. Bye-bye.